This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no ease dot com. Blueberry with no ease dot com. Remember, you drop the ease. What does it mean to be the very best? best? Let's put it this way. When other radio shows are biting your style, when voice actors and musicians love your swagger, it pretty much speaks for itself, doesn't it? We are the Otacast Radio Network. Anime radio with a hell of a lot of swagger. Anime fans, what are you waiting for? Log into OtacastRadio.com for more information. Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast, each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is the Jello Coon and Zaldar. Everybody, welcome to episode 101, and yes, we are one. And welcome to the Bonsai Beat. As always, I am Jellicoon alongside with Zaldar. He will show up here eventually if he unmutes himself, which he should be doing right now. Yes! Hey, there you go. Yes, it's nice. I've been saying all kind of great, wonderful, philosophical things that you're just now not going to get to hear. Oh, man. <laughs> so, welcome to the Bonsai Beat. Listen live every Sunday night, www.stickcam.com, front slash Bonsai Beat. Or you can be like Tim on our on our webpage, http bonsaibeat.com. Leave us some awesome feedback. Thank you, Tim. Your feedback was greatly appreciated. Uh, yes, it took us until 101 episodes, <laughs> but we finally got somebody to talk to us. Nah, it I hasn't mean, been it that amazing. bad. It hasn't been that bad. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to always get a little bit of feedback, and uh, tonight I bring you a review of How to Date an Otaku Girl. Well, that should be fun. The one, the many, the many wonders of what Japan, Japan's movie industry, wanders over to the U.S. <laughs> so, what have you been watching this week? Anything? No, not really too much this week. <clears throat> um... Watched a little bit of, oh, what was the first one I started earlier in the week? Hmm. I don't even remember. Something on anime. Uh, nice. That didn't really strike me as very entertaining, so I kind of dropped it. Uh, so, but this has been kind of non-anime related. Been working with other issues. I hear you. Yeah. Real life is always important. Mm, yeah. Unfortunately, at times. Yes. Yes. Well, I sat down and watched 
the entire Code Geass R2 in about ah. three sittings. In about three sittings, so it was very, very good. And another 25-episode show. I was enthralled, and I can't wait to even begin reviewing it, because holy crap. I remember why I watch anime now. <laughs> yeah, once you get past the the fact that this is all unbelievably ridiculous and well, impossible and crazy and stupid and impossible. Uh, well, yes, okay, yes. <laughs> once you get past that, that it just keeps topping itself and topping itself and topping itself. And get even more and more ridiculous and more and more crazy. It's quite fun. Yes, uh, I, I agree the there. But it does do that. If you're looking for a serious show, to stay far, far away. If you're looking for great comic book, you know, um, stuff, then this is it because it is. I mean, you know, about the time when the second ep- in the second season where they were destroying gods and these sort of things I was kind of like okay we've almost gone way too far over the top now <laughs> but it uh, I'll have to ask you off air what you thought about the ending yeah um, for sure because supposedly they're making another one they're and making I'm not an exactly R3. sure how they're going to do that well from what, I, what I've from what I've read season 3 doesn't have any of the existing characters or something along those lines. Well, obviously, um, well, it's all new know. people. people. It isn't saying it could have one of the, you know, there were some strange theories wandering around, but well, I don't want to. We will not talk about those, I suppose, right now. No, it would spoil it. And honestly, yeah, I want to get a chance to review this show because holy crap! But the shows like Kogias, Death Note, remind me why I watch anime. Because, I mean, a lot of us fans are very cynical and things of that nature. But, for once, a show was like, every episode ended, I kept having to go, don't click play on the next one. I gotta go to sleep or do something (laughs) else. And normally I just click play and say, screw it. But, um, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen a show... That actually made me want to watch the next episode and marathon it and continue having a good time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, all the yeah, plot twists, all the as absurd as some of it got. And yes. boy, did it ever get absurd! <laughs> yes, but I mean, I just took it at face value of what they were giving me. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, I mean, I started it out, and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be somewhat serious from the first couple of episodes. It's going to be a real study of, you know, what would have happened if we had lost the American Revolution and, you know, these kind of things. And that obviously became – quickly was like, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, like – I mean, this show was just something that I really just had so much fun watching. And really enjoyed. And I I find it a shame that everyone recommends Death Note for, you know, a recommendation for this series. Well, I've already seen that. But I just found it really, really fun. And I'm really excited to be able to to, uh, review it. So, 
Sorry, I don't mean to keep repeating the same stuff over and over again. Still fiddling with the mixer. Trying to make sure you sound fine. Uh, I, I liked uh, Death Note more, but Code Geass and Death Note were two of the best things I've yeah, seen. Yeah, Death Note I liked more. It's tough. I loved Death Note because of the same plot twists and the same, like, no way, he did that? Oh, how the hell? You know, kind of, you know what I mean? The unexpected, like, hey, he did this, this, and this. Yeah, you know? but I, I liked Death Note more because it actually had somewhat more of a serious undertone, and you could actually... And it was a little more realistic. Well, okay, well, a lot more realistic with what they gave barely. Uh-huh. Come on, they, they didn't have giant mechs in Death Note. They didn't have giant mechs, and he wasn't <laughs> taking over the entire world, yes. Yeah, he was trying to, but he That was, was the whole point, know. though. That was the same point, though, he was trying to recreate a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I... Just, yeah, I can't wait to be able to... I think I'm going to review it next week, just because it's so fresh in my mind. I will say this, I did cry at certain points of the show. Because it was sad when certain people went by. Anyway. I don't think I ever cried. I shed some tears, because, man, I love some of the characters on the show. Oh, I do too. But then I learned, people don't really die on that show very often. No, <laughs> That's the no, one thing that pissed me no. off. It's like, oh, this person's been dead forever. R2 starts, hey, that person's back. It's like, what? Why don't everyone die in this show and stay dead? Yeah. I mean, I think the person in the, the end did. Um, well, of course. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. in the very beginning, like the guy from the first season who, got, who died never came back, right? But- some of them did and some of them did That was the other part. Was some people died and others did, you know, other people came back. But my biggest problem with the show is just the amount of people you had to remember and yeah. where they fit in. Like, they had a couple of the same people, like, show up and I'd be like, Who are you? Who the hell are you? Oh, yeah, yeah now that you've mentioned the name. But now, how do you figure in? And uh, that, that's. I, I, I gotta stop because otherwise I'm gonna ruin my review. Yeah, you're gonna. I was like gonna say you're reviewing it now, aren't yes. you? Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, oh, I just liked the show so much. It was finally something that was so much fun to watch and made me remember why I'm an anime fan and what got me back into anime. Because a lot of the crap I've seen is just there. So I, I'm really happy to have found Code Geass. Um, anyway, that's really about all I've watched. I have not touched a single show from this season. I have been pondering on Gosick, but I don't like the character designs. She looks like a fat five-year-old. Like someone stuffed her fucking face with chocolate. Her cheeks are all puffed up like a goddamn raccoon. Or a squirrel. She And she's like, she's supposed to be like a detective, and she looks like she's five- and she looks like she ate too much goddamn cake. I mean, I think she looks kind of cute, actually. But I don't. It's not going to be a show for me. I well, I love. And she's like, oh, she's cute. She's I like love detective shows. Like, okay, I yeah, love. Maybe whatever. Yeah. Sorry, but, I'm going to talk over you. So you, your girlfriend likes it, maybe, but you. Yeah, so you don't get in. You don't get into shows like, um, well, an anime. Um, uh, fuck Conan! What the fuck was his name? Detective Conan. Yeah, you I don't didn't get like that in. Show, See, I love that show. Me and my ex girlfriend, when we saw that on Adult Swim, we're just like amazed because we we both enjoyed, you know, we we both enjoyed, uh, you know, the figuring out the clues and all that. 
and I've always been a really big fan of, of, um, you know, Conan Doyle's detective, you know, the, I am losing my words tonight, Sherlock Holmes, that's it, I've always been a fan of Sherlock Holmes, and, you know, so, I, I don't know, I am gonna wait, I think I just gotta get, this is the first show I've ever said, God, I hate these character designs. See, I'm trying to do an anime snob now. Shit. Yeah. What have you people done to me? I mean, you know, you've done 101 of these. It was about time. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks like she's a little fat five-year-old girl, and she's supposed to be like a (laughs) genius, or you know, maybe she's 14. I don't freaking know. I have not watched a single show from this season, and I did check out a little bit of Level E. That's the one with the alien. That's on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. And, um... I didn't watch it all. I didn't even really give it a good chance, either. But I'll probably check it out again. Uh, Zach... Oops, sorry. Zach Birchie on Anime News Network gave it a 5 out of 5. And everything else, he was, like, giving 1s or nothings. So... Wow. If he says it's good, you know, it's gotta be something worthwhile. So... But come on, man. You gotta start watching some anime here. Can't just yeah. leave me. Can't leave me hanging, man. Yeah, I know, I know. The hell? I'll get back to it eventually. Yeah, no, it's all good. I got plenty to freaking review now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I should come up with a review for Last Exile here soon. Awesome. Uh, they, they have it on um, uh, online now legally, so I can watch the episodes I can't see. My disc didn't work there. Ah, so. gotcha. Or I can try. I haven't tried putting that disc in my computer yet. I need to do that. So you didn't follow the Jellicoon's piracy process? No. No, I decided not to do that. Just dragging and dropping. That's all you got to do. Yes, I know. Anyway. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. Yay, Anime News Network. (laughs) All right. Well, we start off with some non-anime news, because if anything tells you what is wrong with America's television, this is probably it. So, in 1980, Pac-Man came out. Who's out of that? Um, now it's been 30 years later. Good for that. Or 1981, whatever. Either way. And they decided to do something really extremely stupid. Yeah, let's make a reality. They've done this before, and I don't particularly understand. They had a cartoon. They had Pac Man the cartoon. Right, but though they acted like there was been a live action of this before. There was some Japanese uh, spoof where people in costumes ran around a Pac Man board, and one guy played Pac Man. It was a spoof or something from a Japanese show. But uh, yeah, there's. Apparently interested in making a Pac-Man reality TV show. Oh my god! I mean, how are Ugh. they going to do that? Are they going to put a guy in a big Pac-Man suit? I mean, uh, 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 and they say it's going to be like Wipeout. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's not a good thing. No kidding. I, I don't follow. This does not make sense to me. I do not understand why this was good. Tim, if you understand why this would be yeah. a good idea, please let us know. No, exactly. Because this uh, just seems really stupid to me. Oh, this just seems... Oh, just a, you know, then the good shows get canceled. 
But yet, yeah. let's make this reality TV bullshit. Oh, 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 it's Pac-Man. That's so relevant with today's youth. 30 fucking years. God. I, I liked Pac-Man, but I'm not going... The laundromat I go to has menstrual Miss Pac-Man. It's great. And I get killed within a couple levels. And then I remember why I hate Pac-Man. Mm, yeah. But no, if you have an Xbox 360, check out the new DX Arcade. Oh my god, that game is addicting. That game is so much fun. But I just couldn't believe that Pac-Man is going to be getting its own reality TV show. I pray to God, some network executive somewhere steps in and goes, Hmm. Or maybe the marketing they do for the show. You know, they'll do the test markets. You know, the, the, the you know they'll, they'll assault you in a mall and bring you mm-hmm. into a room and make you watch a show. And, I've never uh, actually had somebody do that to me. That would be interesting. I've actually been inside one. I've been I've been at a study for. Um, I think it was a Jennifer Lopez movie where she gets her ass whooped. So then she go gets to whoop the guy's ass. And hmm. They made me watch a trailer, and they're like, on a scale of one to five, how much did the trailer interest you in this show? I'm like two. Don't care. Woman gets beat up. Good for her. She shouldn't get beat up. Yeah, you know, I don't know. But no, it was just, you know, this is a show, it wasn't for me. The show was like, should have been on Oxygen or something. Because, mm-hmm. you know, every show is about getting beaten up by your husband. But, uh, yeah, I've been inside those. I got like, I don't know, 10 bucks in cash or something like that. 20 bucks. Mm. But it was like five or six questions, you know. Would you recommend this, you know, would you recommend this based on the trailer? You know, blah, blah, blah. Do you have any, you know, any comments or questions regarding the trailer? What you didn't understand or, you know, things of that nature. And they do the same thing with a lot of things, you know, food, um, TV shows, stuff like that. They'll get marketing research data, you know, and tweak anything that thinks, that they think needs to be tweaked. And I hope, if once it gets to that stage, I hope everyone pisses on the pilot episode. But, you know. Yeah, me too. I mean, me too. When's the last time Pac-Man's been relevant to anyone? A long damn time. Yeah. Exactly. And and even if it was still relevant, this is just stupid. Yeah, you're gonna make a live action Pac-Man show. It's gonna be a tag. I mean, the gonna hell? play tag. I don't want to watch thirty somethings play tag. Nope. Especially in America, probably like, what's drink and how many heart attacks people have? I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. why, you know why are we why are we bitching? They had shows about watch fat asses lose weight. Um, congratulations to them. They want to make themselves. You know, healthy and and whatnot. Awesome. That's a good goal to have. Why should we have? But to I don't want to watch a show about it. Hey, you're all sweaty from running on the beach. That's congrats. Great. Mm-hmm. I I don't follow. Why do I care? I was playing Miss Pac-Man the other day. Uh, yesterday, because we went to the laundromat and did laundries. They have a Miss Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. It's great. But, uh, yeah, moving on. Some really heartwarming stuff going on now. Kaon, Doramon, help push Tiger Mask donations past 100. Or, excuse me, past 700. <laughs> so, See, I think this is... This is awesome. I don't know. I think I'm a little more cynical about this. I think the guy You're just an asshole. That's the- why. Who make the manga in question here that these characters are in are doing this as 
Uh, Dude, I'm going to have to... These wrestlers from AJPW, All Japan Pro Wrestling, are going to come to your door and punch you in the face now. Yeah, probably. Think of the children. all right. Think of all the children. So basically, um, some anonymous folks uh, on Christmas, an anonymous person under the guise of Tiger Mask, came and dropped off a bunch of backpacks worth about $360 each. Why backpacks cost that much, I don't know. But they did. Um, or that's the way, or do you see it as he left 10 backpacks with $360 a piece in them? It's kind of hard to... Uh, uh, the second. The second? Okay. Cause I, was thinking, I was thinking the same thing, like, man, those are some expensive-ass backpacks. Hmm. These kids are poor. I don't think they care what kind of they get. But, uh, so, yeah, he left 10 backpacks, I'll assume, with about $360 in each backpack to a, um, to a guidance center in, uh, Guma Prefecture under the name of Naito Date, the alter ego of pro wrestler Tiger Mask. You know, it's funny, AJPW created this manga, his manga was so popular, there's a real-life person now who wrestles as Tiger Mask. I believe still to this day. I don't watch Japanese pro wrestling, even though I'd love to. I just don't know where to get it. Because they kick ass. Anyway. Um, That's pretty hilarious. And they have his, oh, they have his ego. They have his... Uh, they also they also created his uh, his enemy as well. Wrestles as a real... <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, so on Tuesday, which uh, this last Tuesday... Um, so, so even more, they received thirty-five. They received a ton more things: thirty-five volumes of manga, some DVDs, anime DVDs from a second-year middle school, Nato Date. Uh, other characters who contributed are also uh, Yui from Kaon and some guy Lupin, Ashita no Joe, Ray and Nami from Evangelion. Um, the idea of Ray contributing something is pretty hilarious. Yes. So they've dropped off 620 backpacks and 24 million yen, which is about $290,000. So that's been since Christmas, and it's only January 15th. That's amazing. Read the last line. Yes, yes. In related news, the publisher Kadansha reports that the sales of the original Tiger Mask manga jumped since Tuesday. In the past two days, each of the seven volumes sold about 1,500 copies for a total of 10,000 copies. The manga originally originally ran from 1968 to 1972. These are people just yeah. being charitable, and this happens every year. The Tiger Mask guy comes every year and drops stuff off. <laughs> so Tiger Mask is the new Santa Claus. Okay. Exactly. You know what? Tiger <laughs> Mask could make... Santa Claus I, I, I tap think out. It's all for promotion. No, I, I applaud him for doing a good promotion. Yeah, they're keeping the character working, alive, you know. And he's, it's a good thing he's doing. So, I think you're just a jerk. I, Can't I'm take simple, it at such yes, a great so, value, at face go. value. It's awesome mm-hmm. that these kids are getting, these needy kids are getting supplies and money and things they need. So they can go to school and have the uh, supplies and everything they need. 
Oh, I think that is great, certainly. I mean, I totally agree. That, that, is, that is awesome. Great. You're just a jerk. Totally agree. I'm just cynical, and I think it's not people that like the comic doing it as the characters. It's people who make the comic doing it as the characters. Dude, the manga industry is hurting right now. Why would they bother? Because it's all this is an absolutely awesome uh, promotion. As you see, the sales of the manga are jumping you know, drastically. Look at how many generations I haven't read it. At least three. At least three generations of people have not read it. Unless you're big into pro wrestling, you're like, holy crap. And there even was a Tiger Mask anime. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm just a jerk. It's yeah, all right. you are. You're mm-hmm. nice. Can't be happy for the kids, no. I am happy for the kids. Come on now. <laughs> I just happen to think I know who's doing it. That's all. Yeah, people who don't want to have their name revealed. Because they make the manga in question. No, oh, whatever. Why would they have all these other characters then? Why would Kadanchi get $240,000? I, you know, I that's think a lot that, of damn money. Point. That's a good point. That's, that's a lot a of damn point. money. They have, they have, I, I can't answer that one. I mean, uh, come on, 10 backpacks with 360 bucks a pop? That's, you know, a lot of money in itself. But, uh, yeah. Very well done. Very well done. Anyway, moving on to even awesome more news. Funimation is going to be simulcasting Fractal. And, uh, basically, Funimation, they'll be, uh, this is their only simulcast, I believe, of the season. Um, starts January 13th, so a couple days ago, at 11.45 in the morning. Fractal story is set on an island at the far reaches of a continent where the fractal system is on the brink of collapse. Oh no. A boy named Clayne uh, embarks on a journey to search for Femi? Femi? A girl yeah, who's disappeared. I had trouble pronouncing that one too. What's that? I had trouble pronouncing that one too, so I'm not the one to ask. Mm-hmm. Evidently, I can't pronounce uh, eh, ah. Correctly, exactly. A girl who disappeared, leaving behind only a pendant. Clean will eventually learn the secrets of the system. (laughs) Hey, I only have this pendant to go on. Yeah, that's a good starting point. Sure. (sighs) Kanagi and Melakari, uh, Kanagi and the Melakari of Harley Susumiya's, uh. Yutakata, yeah, yeah, I cannot. Either way, the dude who directed those shows is directing the show for Fractal. Yay for that! Anyway, go watch Fractal for legally on Funimation.com. Yes, yes. You know, I wish I could have a job where I could just watch money, just lose ass tons of money, and continue to have a job. Four Kids Chairman CEO Alfred R. Khan retires. So, uh, yeah. The CEO of Four Kids um, retired. And they're paying him six monthly payments of $250,000 after his departure. <laughs> along with certain wow. other benefits. <sighs> wow. I wish I could get paid six two hundred fifty thousand. Damn, that's a million and a half dollars a month. 
Of course, yep. it doesn't say how many months, so it could be only one. But that guy does not Still. deserve. That guy does not deserve fucking Jack. Every year, four kids has lost more and more and more money. Yep. Every year. I mean, they're in the pink sheets as an inactive stock on the New York Stock Exchange. <laughs> and these people took... They took fucking Pokemon, the greatest asset they could have on their books, made money hand over fist, and in ten years, pissed it all away, where now... They are like a shell, a shell, and a shell of their former self. Uh-huh. They rode uh-huh. fucking Pokemon and rode it and rode it and rode it, and they sucked it dry. I mean, now doesn't, like, doesn't, like, Country Network own the rights to Pokemon now or something? I, I am not sure who owns the rights. Now they have something called uh, Toonzai and another one called Toonzaki for teenagers. Uh, it's uh-huh. a video streaming website. But they've got stuff like Dragon Ball Z and... Yu-Gi-Oh and other crap. So, yeah, it's all the same and all not any good. Oh yeah, and then, then Yu-Gi-Oh like, too. You can also say that was a uh, really good property. I mean, nowhere near as great as Pokemon or you know the the effect it had on you know uh, trends and pop culture. But as far as I know, Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty successful. Yeah, I don't like the shows much. So. Well, they're not meant for you or me. I haven't watched this four is true. kids. They're not. I mean, I haven't watched four kids since I was like eleven and twelve, watching Pinky in the Brain and Animaniacs. You know. Yeah, I saw. A few. I don't think I ever watched them. Oh, what? So. dude, those are that shows awesome. Yeah. Pinky in the Brain is win. Well, some possible bad news for Bleach fans. Dun, dun, dun. Some <laughs> There's still Bleach fans around? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I stopped watching that. Uh, I watched about 20 episodes. Since, ever since I found out he's going to run the manga for 10 more years, I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> the level of ridiculousness there. That's a bit too much. For sure. I only watched about 20 episodes, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, that's enough. That's yeah, probably about enough, actually, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I liked, I loved the first 10 or so sh- episodes. It was great. The first four, I've watched a couple times. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. But then I learned how many episodes there are, and I was like, screw that. Screw this. The Japanese rock band Rookies is Punked posted on its blog, that the new song, song for dot dot dot, will serve as a quote-unquote fitting ending theme for the Bleach anime's final season. However, the band was since removed, or has since removed the mention of Bleach or its final season. Alright, since evidently this is really not supposed to be the final season of Bleach. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't think that's yeah. bad news for Blue no. Because here, because here's what bad. they got an update. It's bad news for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, according to the uh, recording director's assistant, uh, Yusuke Morita, the Bleach's recording assistant, has confirmed on his Twitter that the broadcast schedule has been set well into the future, and so the anime will not end soon. Thanks. Yeah, let's just hope it ends soon. 
Of course, it's a cash cow. So yes, most definitely is a cash cow. Huge cash cow. Yes, FLCL is on iTunes. You can download it before the Blu-ray or DVD releases, and you can get episode one for free. I tried this, but apparently, if you ask for your money back, Apple takes away your account. Um, I was well, my iTunes. Uh, the day after Christmas, my iTunes account was hacked. And I uh, went through PayPal and got my money back. But uh, I logged into my account tonight to check out the HD version of FLCL. Mm-hmm. And they were like, your account has been suspended. It's like, ah, damn. Anyway, you can catch the first episode of FLCL. From what they've said, is no- everything's basically unchanged. Have you seen it before? I mean, they ran this for a few years on Adult Swim. It's only six episodes. There's been no changes made by Funimation. Now it's just in Blu-ray. In high def. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you've never seen it, check out the first episode. Give it free on iTunes. Awesome indeed. Have mm-hmm. you seen FLCL? No, I watched a couple of it, and I was kind of like, yeah, this is too far out for me. But come on, you've got to... You've got a. I mean, it's supposed to be get all philosophical and this kind of stuff, but... Come on, this I is the stuff you like, like nope. though. Not for me. This, this is, is too the crazy. stuff you like. Mr. I need to have fucked up anime to watch. That's perfect yeah, for you. Yeah, there's fucked up and philosophical, though, and then there's just fucked up and crazy and ridiculous. Um, ah, oh, big. No, Toy Story 3 has won the best crazy. animated show. Um, I don't know. I just think it's something you'd like. It didn't seem like it was much to me at all. Uh, but it was... I, love I it. watched it, and I was kind of like, nope, this just does not work for mm-hmm. me. Okay, no, teach their own. Mm-hmm. And I, I really thought it was, you know, the, the kind of thing I would have liked, but it just really didn't work for me, so... Um, but... I don't know. No, I don't was know. not double-dipping. Although, I, someone took $100 out of my damn PayPal account, which in turn took it out of my damn bank account. They were gift cards for A and S. Whoever A and S are, hope they enjoyed their $50. Just just in, Toy Story 3 is one best animated movie of the year. Not surprising. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Golden Globes, I guess, right? Mm, yes. Mm. Have you seen Toy Story 3? No, I have not. Neither have I, okay. I didn't see two, actually, I don't think. Oh, I'm kind of not the, um, the age level for that show. Oh, come on, it was like 15 years ago. You're only a few years was older it? than me. Was the second one was 15 years ago? Maybe no, I didn't see it then, no. I don't even know. I don't know. second one, I think, was like 10 years ago. Okay, the so first the original one, one was like 95. Yeah. Or 96. Yeah. Still in elementary school then. Anyway. I did see the, um... Guy for King's Speech, I think, won best, um... Uh... Best film? Best supporting actor. Ah. How was... Now that we're doing our Golden Globes update here. (laughs) All right. Kristen Bale won the supporting actor. He's too busy yelling at people, though. As a former boxer in The Boxer. The, uh, the fighter. The fighter. I was say. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Caddy Sagal won for Best Actress in a Television Drama for her role as a motorcycle gang matriarch in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. supposed to actually be really pretty good. So I've heard. Uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Is it Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi won that? Uh, mm-hmm. I hate him in that show. For I fucking hate Steve Buscemi. Annette Bening won for her role in The Kids Are All Right. They didn't give it to... Um, the Kids Are All Right. The ballerina one. They didn't give it to Black Swan. Hmm. Mm. That's not good. Everyone was calling that one like the perfect lock, too. Hmm? Everyone was saying that was like the lock. Yeah. Black Black Swan should have won. Chris Golfer won for Best Supporting Actor for Glee. Uh, Carlos won for Best Miniseries or Movie. I don't know what Carlos is. Yeah, I have no clue. Uh, Something from Burlesque won for Best Song. Well, of course, it had what's her face as the main. Oh, hello! The buzz around town on Globe's weekend was as much about likely winners as it was about a lawsuit filed late Thursday by a former longtime publicist for the Globes, claiming the organization that runs the show, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, engages in payola schemes for <laughs> nominations and awards. They're just getting this now, eh? So evidently somebody – they pay them and you um, – they pay you for uh, – they, they're saying people, they pay, people pay them and to win, I suppose. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hollywood? Corrupt? Oh, don't yeah, – oh, well, what? Yeah, you know. Okay. Shocker of the – oh, that's shocker of the year. That is shocker of the year, yeah. But this is the Foreign Press Association. This is the non-American place. They're not supposed to be corrupt. Oh, what the hell. (laughs) All right. It's only America that's supposed to be corrupt. Oh, well, what's this world coming to? You ready to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. Dude, why did I play that? Let's try that again. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right. DVD picks. We won't bore you anymore with Hollywood, because frankly... Yeah, why are we on an anime podcast? Why do we start talking about Hollywood to begin with? Ah, why the hell not? Come on, maybe we'll get even more listeners. Don't know. Don't know. Anime and Hollywood. Right now, that's a perfect mix. Come on. We've got Death Note movies being made. Cowboy Bebop movies being made. Maybe the God, Lolita, all going Angel Lolita, Witchblade. Wow, just think of the possibilities. Anime, anime, and Hollywood are a match made in heaven right now. They they're still in the honeymoon phase. They've had no bratty offspring, no prenups to worry about. Everything's good yep. in anime Hollywood land. All right, there is not much coming out this week, but there is something I really, really do want to get. That is Camphor, the complete show um, from Sentai. Yeah, never heard of Camphor. Camphor, uh, it starts out, it's really interesting to begin with, but then it like boils down to your basic elements of retardedness. Camphor is basically, um, this guy gets a bracelet from a girl he likes. And um, he also gets what's called—I forgot the name of the characters. Basically, they're like stuffed animals, but they're different ways of death. He has this one that, like, his intestines kind of fall out. 
and each stuffed animal is like some form of death. They're really cute, but they're like evil and dark. I don't know. They're funny as hell, and they talk. <laughs> <laughs> and they move. So, so let me, but, let me tell you what the, the the thing here. Waking up transformed into a beautiful girl might be the stuff of some guy's fantasies. Um, no. Who I don't know a guy who would want to be transformed into a beautiful woman. But when the suddenly effeminized Natsuru is informed by a stuffed tiger yes. <laughs> that he's now a camphor, a mystical yep. fighter who has to fight other camphors in female form, his life becomes a living nightmare. Putting aside the obvious plumbing well, not issues. Really. Naruto's best childhood friend turns out to swing the other way, and she has a crush on his new female body. Yep. Not complex enough? Naruto's school has separate sections for boys and girls, so he and she are now double-enrolled. The rumor mill has it that he's dating herself. Wait, what? And there are other camphors attending the school who want to take her out, and he's not sure which ones mean on a date and which ones means permanently. Yeah, it's... Oh, and did we mention that some camphors use swords and guns? Dun, dun, yeah, dun. I think I'll pass. Sorry. Yeah, I love the show. I am going to have to go with um, Read or Die, the complete Blu-ray box set. If you have not seen that, you need to. Uh, Requiem for the Phantom, it. they are going to be doing on anime on DVD. Oh, no, excuse me. Anime, anime Vice. The guys watched the first episode and has comments on it. Hmm. So you can see the first episode there before you decide whether you may want to buy that one or not. But um, I, I recommend Read or Die, the complete Blu ray box set. There you go. Uh, Check out Camper because it's crazy. No, it's mm-hmm. it's funny. The first episode is really good. A couple of episodes are really good. But then it's ridiculous. It's like his girl form. Every girl in school wants to like bang him as her. And apparently bricking off, you know, the two sides. Apparently all the girls turn into lesbians and stuff. Because they've never seen cock. I don't know. So yeah, Camphor and Read or Die. I tried watching Read or Die. I just, I don't know. I didn't give it a good enough chance, but what was there, like a bugger or a butterfly like attacking the city? I was like, done. Oh yeah, I mean, it's totally ridiculous. But yes, it's a big, huge butterfly, and you're supposed to be going, what the hell is this? I was but, going, what know, the yeah. hell is this? I'm like, what the fuck? This big-ass butterfly is like destroying downtown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where's Spider-Man? And then she comes out and kicks his butt, and it's really cool. Yes, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What the fuck of the week time? Oh, yes. We have some entertaining ones today. Yay. So, first off, we have two of them for you. Yes, we do. According to a study, a third of young Japanese men... Hate sex. That's what uh, that's what Japan really needs right now. They they obviously just don't have good enough women or something. Because I'm sorry, that's just ridiculous. Dude, I would. Uh, I, I, if you're a guy and you hate say, sex, you really yeah. need help. Um, <laughs> I I just don't understand it. There were some other really good ones today, Tree. You should check out the story on Ultimate Otaku Crime Prevention. <laughs> And uh, the totalitarian class nears three years of perfect attendance. But... but yeah, read study the one finds about, a um, third of young Japanese men hate or have little interest in sex. 
apparently evidence of the increasing or was it herbo the zawa I don't know herbo visor and blah some really long word either way they don't like sex that's the gist of it a study published by the Chan's Ministry of Health found that a third of men aged 15 or sorry 16 to 19 said they detested or had no interest at all at sex. An increase uh, as the re- uh, on the results of a similar survey survey con- con- uh, conducted two years ago. I cannot talk tonight. <clears throat> so yeah. But hey, this needs more Japanese women for the rest of us, right? Here's what I found even funnier. A study also found 40% of married couples were sexless. Well, no, that's not funny. That's normal. Even in America. That's, I was thinking, too. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Why is this news? Mm-hmm. As soon as I got married, yeah, it's... Uh, don't get married if you don't ever want to have sex again. Take it from me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was basically told, we don't have to have sex as much anymore because, well, we're married and you're not going anywhere. Oh, well, this is logical. <laughs> the, uh, anyway. But I think the um, you know what what is this going to do? Are they going to teach like love of sex in school now? You know, you have like um, you must love the appreciation. Are you going to have like sex appreciation classes in schools? We're going to have. Can, I, can can someone turn me into a Japanese schoolboy again? Can I go to school to go to those classes in Japan? Day. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, are they going to try and do something about this? What What do you do now? No. If you know what? I, I wonder how they targeted this. How many people were involved? I mean, you know, it might be that these people... I mean, they, shit, they're only 16 and 19. Okay, yeah, you should be... This is usually the time you start getting a girlfriend and things of that nature. But maybe uh, Japanese women... I have really high standards or something. I, I don't know, you know. I kind of wonder how they conducted the survey. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make much sense to me to uh, have have that be happening. Because, uh, I mean, like, I know a lot of times here in America, they'll be like, this really important study, we only had 2,000 participants by phone, and then we made it so it reflected everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have some kind of thing to be able to, like, on a national scale, what would people think out of these 2,000 people? And yeah. One sec here. So, I don't know. I mean, it seems to me pretty fairly ridiculous. But uh, we'll have to see. I, the, it, I do think the, uh, you know, okay, but you, you have this, what do you do with it now? Uh, you know, so, I'm not sure. Yeah, and it's... Yeah. Really weird. It's, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see what they do. Maybe I, I, I still, I'm voting for sex appreciation classes, like art appreciation classes. There you go. But there you uh, go. And, and that's and that's our title for this podcast: sex appreciation classes. Yeah. No. But okay. <laughs> so Maybe. you'd get t- tons of downloads immediately. Probably. Anyway, moving on. Hmm. All right. Police raid game lender. Japanese gamers apparently face arrest if they lend their games to friends. 
Police recently executed a search warrant based on the unauthorized lending of five, count them, five games, charging the lender with copyright infringement. Police raided a Kobo hotel after discovering they had freely provided Wii and PS3 consoles and games to guests, confiscating games and consoles as evidence. The hotel, Swing, is accused of lending the games to at least five customers during 2010. In an unusual, to say the least, application of copyright law, police are charging the hotel with copyright violation. Specifically, the screening the games to guests without permission from the copyright holder. Police are also investigating whether they were secretly operating a love hotel. Uh, the hotel is called Swing. Another very serious crime. Yes. Commercial game rental itself is illegal in Japan. Really? You can't even rent the games in Japan? That's weird. Okay. But as freely lending a game to another party may constitute unauthorized display, gamers are also wondering if they face arrest for merely lending games to each other. In particular, this rather draconian interpretation of the law suggests that virtually the entirety of Japan's manga cafe industry is in fact illegal, as they likely do not seek permission from every copyright holder of the products they lend to customers on their premises. Um, you know, those long-time listeners of the show, all one of them, know that I don't like piracy, and I have problems with people putting things on the internet to be downloaded by 3,000 plus people. But I'm sorry, even if you're a hotel and you're lending games to people who come in to use the hotel, I don't see a problem here, you know? Um, especially if there's only five guests. Um, maybe that's the only thing they could prove and they've been doing it to hundreds of people for many years and something, okay, you know, maybe. But they do have manga cafes where this goes on all the time. Yeah. So I don't... This this seems really, 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 really ridiculous to me. I don't um, know. If You're I could get hurting. arrested by rin- lending a game to a friend... There's a problem. Yeah, and you're not hurting the freaking. Uh, like, you're not hurting the. You're not. No, hurting I mean, can can you sell secondhand games in Japan? I mean, that's Apparently not. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't see why I can't. I yeah, but they say you can't rent them. So that renting and selling sell are two different secondhand things. game. You're not giving money to the copyright holder. Um, renting, I don't know. Selling that's. Or? Renting and that selling are two different things. That's to me. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. That is really... I couldn't believe it when I read that. I was just like, really? Even lending him to a friend? That is ridiculous. Like... I, I just, that's just so goofy. That... Oh. Uh, you can't... What? But, oh, yes, and then the other one I almost wanted to do is the teacher beating a pupil for saying sorry. They received a temporary pay cut. Yeah, and that's all. A teacher who savagely beat a student for not being sufficiently respectful when apologizing to him has received a temporary pay cut. Yeah. Uh, The incident unfolded at a Yokohama middle school where a 57-year-old teacher was overseeing his class as they cleaned their classroom uh, and became dissatisfied with how a male student was using a rag. He warned the boy who impudently replied sorry without using the proper honorifics or polite form. 
In rage, the teacher exploded, throwing the child to the ground and punching him three times in the face, and then proceeding to kick him repeatedly in the face and stomach. Yeah, you know, you gotta get gotta wait better. I mean, you know, I subbed at a middle school uh, once. There were students I really wanted to do that to, but you just don't. I didn't. Of course, we're in America. After and returning home, sued. the boy's parents immediately took him to the hospital where he is diagnosed with moderate facial industries. Really, you have to diagnose somebody with moderate facial industries? Well, of course. Um, the teacher explains that I thought he was making fun of me and I snapped. It was inexcusable. For assaulting the boy, his school has imposed a draconian punishment of a 10% pay cut for three months. He apparently will not face charges. Damn it, I want to teach in Japan, man. You can't usual crime suit, which would see normal people sent to prison, only seemed to result in an insincere apology from Japanese teachers. Uh, little wonder children in such environments find themselves drawn to suicide without teachers ever bothering to come to their aid. Yep. Hey, uh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think you'd be whooping people's asses like that. No, that's that's pretty freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, ass. Yeah. You wipe mm. that rag better. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just incredible. I love one of the links, though, on this story. One, evidently a teacher kidnapped, bind, beats, and ransom his own pupil. Hey, they deserve it, I guess. I, I don't know. He actually did get arrested, though, you know. Uh, I, I wonder if he actually, you know... Lost his job. Let me see. No. Uh, ooh, she was rolled into a futon and bound to it in rope. Oh, my. <laughs> Those futons are heavy. They, they, they did arrest him, though. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. One of the teacher got arrested, though, for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we told you about this before. Stop An that. elementary school teacher who committed acts of infamy against a schoolgirl, leaving her injured, has been arrested. But it appears this way only is only a repeat of earlier crimes, and that throughout his career of perverted assault, he was able to continue to hold his post as a teacher. There you go. His latest crime was to brutally accost a schoolgirl returning home from school on her bicycle, knocking off her bicycle with his own and menacing her into submission with such threats as, if you make a fuss, I'll kill you. <laughs> That's uh, he had his way with the girl after this, leaving her with injuries to the head and neck lasting a week, although we are spared the precise details of the assault. Duh. In the beginning of the very same month, he was accused of a similar act of outrage against a high schooler who was also injured. It appears he was left free to carry out his next crime in the intervening period, despite being arrested. There this you is go. not all. However, last November, he was also accused of and arrested for yet another wanton act of sexual assault, where he again brutalized and left, in- and left injured a girl of similar age. Um, this may make him only a minor offender as Japanese teachers are concerned, but it still seems unbelievable. Right. You scare me sometimes. <laughs> well, what can you do? Teachers beating asses. Kids got to learn some way. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe in that either, though. All right, a review. On a lighter note, they did have some very nice cosplay this time. There you I go. I especially love the one that included bondage. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. How to Date an Otaku Girl is a live-action film. It got a, uh American release in the way of subtitles. And I don't know if the subtitles were just this bad. From the group who did it, or, or whatnot, but these subtitles were blurry as fuck and uh, hard as hell to read. I ended up having—I actually just ended up watching the entire show on YouTube. 
So, with much more re- re- readable subtitles. So. Hmm. Yes. That's too bad. Eh. I was able to at least watch it. Because at first I was like, fuck. Subtitles aren't readable. Um, so basically, the main characters, when we first see them, they have no backstory. Looks like they're coming from some kind of festival. She's dressed up in a kimono, or in a, uh, yeah, a kimono. And, uh, looks all cute and all that. And he's like, I want to date you. Will you be my girlfriend? She's like, well, uh, got something to tell ya. I'm a Fujoshi. He's like, wait, what? What the hell is that? Is that bad? And she's like, well, I like anime and things of that nature. He's like, oh, well, I'll live with it. So, they end up kissing after she says yes. And the camera angle drastically changes. So you know how you get the guy and girl and they zoom in and they're going to kiss? Mm-hmm. Right before they're gonna kiss, the camera angle changes to a faraway shot behind the guy's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to them after they've done kissing. And I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> we can't show a kiss. We can't show a kiss or what? They didn't want to just do it? You're an actor, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Come on now. But, uh, so the guy's name is Hinata. The girl's name is Yuriko. Um, Yurko was Hinata's boss and a part-time job he had. Um, that's how they met. I don't believe he has a job now. Like, we never see him work. He's a university student. So, he's always at university. You never see him work. First place she drags him is a, uh, a... A butler cafe to meet her friends. And they start calling him Sebasi from, or Sebastian. Call him like Sebastian from, uh, I believe it's Black Butler, is the name of the anime that's from. Yeah, Black Butler's an anime, yes. Yeah, and the guy's name is Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Oh, he reminds of Sebastian. He, they, they the actor that. The voice actor, the American voice actor for that was at the con that I went to in Charlotte, actually. Ah, okay. Evidently has a very sexy voice. Ah, He's gay, though. Sorry, women. Whatever. So, yeah, they said, oh, he's just like Sebastian. So they call him Sebasi throughout the entire show. It's his nickname. And these girls are effing crazy. And they're all, like, crazy in anime and more specifically, boys love. Um... He then gets to go to a manga store. More specifically, a boys love manga store. And she, like, totally just goes apeshit. And starts running around. Oh my god, they have this and this one, this one, and that one. And oh my god, it's so cute, I gotta get it. And he's like, um, uh, uh, people are staring. You want to calm down a little bit? She goes, oh no, they're, they're staring at you. Not many guys come into a boys love manga store. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. So, yeah. he gets drugged around to all her favorite spots. Things of that nature. Um, there's other anime references. There was, uh, like I said, Black Butler. There's a Fullmetal Alchemist reference. 
There's a stuff what sergeant. Was a full Metal Alchemist reference. Um, I don't remember, to be honest. Oh, that's one I've actually seen. Come on. And then there was a Sergeant Frog reference. Um, when they leave the uh, manga cafe or the uh, the manga store, there's a stuffed Sergeant Frog out front dancing around or something. A guy in a Sergeant Frog suit. Um, and I guess she goes up and hugs him or something. No, or no. goes all crazy. One of her friends has a kid named Mocha, and he hugs the she hugs the Sergeant Frog character, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. When they're walking away, they end up, they have big bags of some manga and, you know, doujin and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Hinata and Yuriko are walking and they bump into a friend of his from school. And he gets really embarrassed and he drops the, um, the contents on the ground and basically picks them all up and is really ashamed. And doesn't even bother mentioning who she is or even introducing them. So, this kind of leads to her first part of being insecure about dating Hinata because he didn't bother introducing them uh, or anything of that nature. And she's like, well, you're ashamed of me and my hobby. You know, Mm. this is what I was afraid of. And Mm -hmm. he reassures her that, you know, look, you know, your hobby is who you are. It's part of, you know, what I have to... It's part of who you are, so I have to love it. You know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, it follows them going around to different things she likes to do. They go to, like, an internet radio... Uh, th- like, meet and greet, I guess, with a voice, two voice actors. Mm-hmm. Who are, like, boys love voice actors. And it's this group of girls, like, screaming and yelling about how cute they are and how they're saying this and that. And she's like, oh, my God, I love you. And he's like, oh, my God, I want to freaking leave. Why am I here? So bad, yeah. And the funny thing is, she will have these, like, hallucinations of, like, boy's love. Like, the character, like, the two guys, the two voice actors, I don't think are even, are even gay. Mm-hmm. But she'll have these, like, imagination, like, she'll jump into her own little world. Like, they'll start grabbing each other, and then, you know, they'll grab underneath the chin and say, oh, I want you. And they'll go to kiss, and she'll be like, oh, my God! Just stupid shit like that. She does it with, uh, Hinata's friend and him. She keeps <laughs> thinking of them being a boy's love character. Does she tell him her boyfriend this? No, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I want to see you with another man. I mean, you know. That would be so weird. It would be. <laughs> but yeah, it was weird as hell. Mm-hmm. So, basically, it just follows them and they're kind of... Time moves quick in this show. Um, basically, it starts off with her bringing... She moves in with him and slowly and surely... All her crap just starts accumulating in his little-ass apartment. They've got a manga shelf, and they watch anime together, and he knows of some anime. He knows of Gundam and uh, Haruhi, things of that nature. One of the jokes 
uh, he was just like, why do you like anime and stuff so much? She's like, she's like, you gotta love the 2D. He's like, well, you could start right off with Haruhi and a couple other shows with the really cute girls. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 you, you, you just stay with 2D or three, you know, with 3D. That's fine. <laughs> but the, he starts to figure out boys love scenarios and things of that nature because she literally gives him boys love manga as homework (laughs) there was one scene he was in school on some downtime and she left him a boys love manga and she wrote on the front homework he started reading it when his friend walked away and he comes back and he's reading it he goes dude what are you reading he's like oh crap nothing he throws the book in his bag but no, the best part, the funniest part of this movie, um, I think he was just working outside or something. You know they've been together too long. When he can take everyday scenarios of Santa and his reindeer, it was Christmas time outside a department store, and there was Santa, and there was one reindeer. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> he's just going, he's staring intently going, Hmm. Hmm. What's going on here? What do I... All of a sudden, Santa goes, Rudolph's son, what is your wish? Rudolph goes, My wish, Santa son? I want to ride your sleigh tonight. <laughs> and the kid in the. Neither was going to go that way. That is wrong on so, so many levels. Oh and they my still gosh. start being ultra that way. Uh, oh, boys, oh, like all man, the cliches. Just... Boys love, you know, cliches. Wow. And this isn't even happening. They'll go back to what was going on, and they're like, oh, hey, everybody, how's it going? Come so, here. Okay, so. But, I mean, is Rudolph a male in this? Yeah, is yeah. This, he's is a, this gay bestiality, or is it just bestiality? It was, it was mean, a guy know, dressed in a... Yeah. No, it was a guy dressed in a Rudolph costume. Oh, so there you go. Okay. Santa costume. Wow. Now, a couple more levels of wrong. I thought it was actually... So it's actually people in costumes. I was thinking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Sorry. Yeah, I was two people... It was co- sculptures. Yeah, Thank no. you oh so much. I'm never going to get that out of my head now. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Mm, that's but, uh, just so wrong. But yeah, then they, I probably would have been laughing too. But I'm disturbed. He comes back uh, to reality, and there's like nothing of that even going on. Mm-hmm. So you know they've been together way too long. Yeah. No, he needs to get out of this relationship. Yeah. And, Does he uh, eventually? Please. <laughs> kinda. So, okay. <laughs> that's good. This whole like there's not a lot of drama or anything in this show until um it's sort of blue and I thought it was kind of bullshit. So you know, they they've been together, they're having a good time, everything's hunky dory. You know, he's starting to get around to watching to understanding anime, understanding boys love. And she's always had this insecurity that she he doesn't accept her a hundred percent. And one day during work, she still works at the place that he must have worked at. Uh, I think it was a photography studio. Uh, they don't really explain what it was. But her boss calls her in to his office and says, Hey, Yurko, I've got a early Christmas present for you. He wants to send her over 
to live in Europe and work in Europe. So it's going to break them up. Mm-hmm. So we have this really weird scene where she comes home and acts normal. He's dressed up in a maid outfit or in a uh, butler uniform with an apron and, oh, you know, welcome home, uh, Ojo-sama, you know, playing it all up and things, you know, just trying to be fun with her. Uh-huh. And she's really, like, distant and and things of that nature. And she just comes up with this excuse of, like, gets angry at him over something really stupid and just, like, leaves. So he's, like, dumbfounded of, like, what the fuck just happened? But, um... It turns out that, yeah, she's she joined the company she worked with because she wanted to li- she wanted to live in Europe, and now here's her chance, but now she's dating, so we get this whole yeah. weird scene of him not really know what's going on and her talking with friends and things of that nature about the situation, and now she's older. By how old, I don't know. It doesn't... Probably not that much. But old enough where... You know, she's got a full-time job. He's still in university. But, um... Eventually... Hmm. They talk. He finds out what's going on. And he says, look, you know... I don't want you to go. And she said, well, I thought you were going to be happy for me. So he says, okay, I'm happy for you. I'll support you in anything you do. Well, they agree to just end the relationship and allows her to go to Europe. He understands that, you know, she, he he even says to her, you know, this is your dream, you know, don't, you know, this is for you. And basically sacrifices himself and says, you know, look, you want this, I'll let you have it. Don't worry about me. He should go with her. Well, he's in university still, though. Hmm. So, um, he drops her off at the airport. Well, they actually go back to the same exact spot they first met. Or where they, where he asked her out. And, um, they say their goodbyes and whatnot. We get this really bad acting of him fake crying and he finds the promise ring that he left in an envelope and all the things that she had in it you know they each had a matching glass and you know things of that nature all gone um fast forward and then we find out they've been together for two years things of that nature Uh and they end up going to he ends up so she's in Europe he ends up tracking her down in Europe and proposing to him to her in Europe and then they, she agrees. And we finally get a kiss. So yeah, in the end, it's happy, she's happy, you know, it's a happy ending. And it's so funny, she goes, you know, I'm a fajoshi, I'm selfish, I want what I want, you know, how can you care for me? You know, I'm a terrible person, I'm not perfect. And he goes, well, I know, it's just you. So, I like the show... But I didn't like the show. It was funny and cute when they were like going, they went to a cosplay, uh, you know, store, and she cosplays as the uh, who's that android girl? 
What's her face with the green hair? Uh, Chi? No, no, no. It wasn't Chobits. It was that chick who sings. Miku. Ah, okay. Miku Hitsane or whatever. And I thought it was cute at first, but it's like we never saw anything he liked. You know what I mean? Even when they went to, like, the things she wanted to do, he was just like, I don't want to be here. Why am I here? This sucks. And time just seemed to go, like, whizzing by. I mean, this wasn't that long of a show, but it just always seemed like we always got her end of everything, you know? It's like, why was he sticking around other than the companionship and things of that nature? Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it was an alright show. It wasn't terrible by any means. And it was pretty funny. There was some pretty funny stuff. But, uh, it just seemed like the show was really one-sided. And we always saw him having to do her activities. Nothing really vice versa. You know? Seems like she wore the pants in the relationship. <laughs> mm. But, uh, you know, it was a fun little show for what it was. It wasn't, you know, anything serious or gripping or anything like that. So. Well, at least it was it fun. Yeah. Check That's it out. Than you some can of get the things you have reviewed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was there. I mean, out of ten, I'd probably give it a seven. There were some, there were some funny parts. I mean, it, in the end, it was cute how they got together and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, again, a lot of his motives, and not, we don't know anything about him, really. It's all about her. So, apparently this is a, a show in a long-running kind of genre of a... Yeah, you're correct. Miku uh, Hatsune. Um, this is a long-standing genre of, like, how to date an otaku boyfriend, or how to, you know, Akiba... The, I, uh, it's like a long genre subsection for otaku so this is just one really? of many films in that genre apparently so hmm. I did not know that that was yeah. pretty interesting but it was funny though because like this guy like at the at the butler cafe he was just so like he on a different planet he went to grab the teapot and pour himself some tea a butler came running over oh let me get that for you master and he's like um Oh, okay. Sure. You know, and they would talk about anime and things of that nature. He was just, like, on a whole different planet. It was hilarious. So check it out if you're bored. I mean, it's a quick watch. An hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes, something like that. Um, yeah, it's a nice little story. Um, so. The actors, they were good. I mean, like, I don't think she was the most good-looking girl in the world. You know, Asian girl I've seen, but... You know, they were just your standard actors. I still kind of weirded out by the whole kiss thing. You know, it's like, why didn't why did they change the camera angle on that? It's so weird. But then after the credits, they finally kiss. It was really they weird. They had to make you wait for that kiss, you know? But still. Can't get to kiss in the beginning. But they were kissing because they fell in love. Doesn't matter. You can't get to kiss in the beginning. So, I mean, I couldn't tell you who any of the actors are, but I mean, it was fine. It was fine for what it was. It made a lot more sense than the last... The Cat Girl Kiki show I watched. <laughs> this actually, well, like... yeah. You could follow and understand. Anything would make more sense than that. <laughs> yeah. 
Pretty much anything would make more sense than that. So, yeah, there was no, there you go. no girls on their hands and knees meowing at us. So, <laughs> But that is that. It was a fun little show. You can find it here subbed. Um, I don't know who carries it. I just found it on the internet. So I wasn't really looking for right. it. I just saw a post about it and I was like, hey, I'm going to review that for the show. So... Good stuff. Would I buy it? No. So, anything else you want to end with? Nope, I don't think so. Alright. Well, another show in the can. Yep. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other great anime podcasts, check out Otakast Radio. That's O-T-A-K-A-S-T. Hit their website at www.otacastradio.com. Thank you.